side lessons from the Lev Parshas Titzave. As I said last week, a great opportunity to learn together slowly, patiently, as our Parshas are not combined, so we have a lot more time to concentrate on. I want to dedicate the Shil Zeich Nishmas HaKodesh, Shanafel HaKiddush Hashem, Ziv Chen, Hashem Yimkam Damo, one of my son's Chavrusas, both in Shir Aleph and Shir Bez, um, who fell, unfortunately, last week. My son is actually going to be Menachem Oval today. And um, every loss is hard, but this is the ninth student that has passed away from my son's yeshiva. He was close with him. The last uh, text, my son was wondering what he should do next year because he, he had a very difficult year this year. <laughs> he, Baruch Hashem, is on a little bit of a break now. He just got out of the army, uh, which is a very special simcha for us on one hand. And, of course, we continue davening for all of the, our soldiers and the chatufim, and certainly those that are not well, the Shabbat And in his last text to him, he started off with the words uh, to my son, Rav Yaakov HaTzadik. And he says, Bechol Mikra, they wanted to talk to each other because he wants to know what should he do. This was a, a, a 27-year-old who was... Uh, someone who was a perfect, they lived in Yerucham, they were a great model of what a Torah Jew should be. In fact, he wrote a song. I was, during the Shiva, they, um, they had an interview. And just to give you the... Ani liyot chai, makum elokai. I wake up in the morning to be able to do the boyre, ratzon ha So my son was wondering, and they say, he said, I'll talk to you in Nebuch Lo'oleinu in a few weeks. He was supposed to get out of the army this week. And he said, It's a very hard to, uh, any loss is hard. For me, it's hard as a father. I'm, I'm almost 50 years old and I, don't, I haven't lost nine of my friends, Baruch Hashem. So I don't know, it's, it's hard to comfort. How do you comfort a uh, 23-year-old boy who's lost his friends in war? It's very, very difficult. So uh, we should we should keep this on our mind, and I think maybe the message today speaks about uh, this this idea. I, I've been thinking a lot about it. At the Levaya, his wife Hallel announced that a week ago they found out that they were pregnant, and that uh, is a very jarring thought. A baby that will be born into this world not knowing her father at all. But on the other hand, we think about the um, great nechama for the family on one hand. That the legacy of Zivchen Hashem Yimkam Damo continues, and I wanted to speak about legacy today. So the pasuk tells us in this week's parasha, "V'ata hakrev alecha et Aaron achicha ve'et banav ito b'toch bnei Yisrael lechano li Aaron nado v'yaviyo Lazar v'itamar bnei Aaron." The command is put out that Aaron will become the Kohen, his kids will take over the Kahuna, and it is the job of his brother to come close to his brother and to literally make him to the Kohen, the Khanali, put him the, the, the vestments, the Hulu, and to his into his nephews. And there's a very strange medrash, the Chesav Soifer uh, brings, that we have to answer, we have to try to understand. It's a medrash Rabbah, Says the Chesav Soifer, I'll just quote you the Medrash that he quotes. It 
The Medrash says that the Medrash Rabbah Kisha Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Moshe V'Ata HaKrei V'Elecha HaRa'a L'Moshe was bad for Moshe. Omar Lo HaKadosh Baruch Hu What do you mean it was bad for Moshe? Torah Shali Haita Don't worry, the Torah belongs to me. U'Lecha Nesotah came. Don't worry. So the Ksav Sobri says V'cha Tumah Tomea Eich HaRa'a L'Moshe it's bad, kasher, nivchur la'aron, kichiyai gavna. This is the Moshe Rabbeinu, ono b'kol adam, he's upset. His brother, by the way, was the leader before Moshe Rabbeinu. If anybody should be upset, it should be Aaron. Moshe's upset at Aaron? How could it be? U'ra'ah, and we know, u'ba'aron k'siv, v'ra'ah v'smah samach b'libo v'yagodu b'imenu b'shanim. Umoshe katamimeno, kvar haya melech yisrael vishlechalecha. The Pusik says that the Medrash tells us that Aaron would have, if he knew that this Pusik would be in the Torah, he would have danced in front of his brother. He was so happy. Moshe wasn't the same. Moshe Rabbeinu? How can it be? So put on pause, if you don't mind, the answer to the Chsav Seifer, to give one more answer, maybe two. The next, the, the, the first answer is the answer of the Ateris Mordechai. Ateris Mordechai was a Rav Mordechai Rogev, who was a Rav, if I'm not mistaken, in Chicago, in Skokie Yeshiva. I, I happened to just try to learn who he was yesterday. So I saw an article where he was uh, uh, with Rav Aaron Salvechik, my Rebbe. I'm sure they had a relationship. From, from you know, the yesteryear came from the Mir, the Mir in Shanghai. Baruch Ber was his Rebbe. So he says like this. Yesh, there is something called the Keter Kuna, the Keter Torah. There are, seemingly, two separate crowns. We learned this in Periyavos. There's the crown of the Kuna and the crown of the Torah. Good, good start. The Keter of the Torah is not bound by time or place. One can study Torah wherever they are, as our wonderful soldiers have taught us. You could be in Chanunis. You can be in Rafa. You could be wherever you are and take out a safer like this, my brother-in-law's safer, which I'm quoting from today, which I didn't, which I, I couldn't find. But my son just came, as I said, came home from the army. And it was uh, my first tzchus. Um, I had to, they dedicated it. I'm not, not just saying that, but to my, to my parents, to my in-laws. And the chavod, this is before the war started. So I'm, I'm happy I did this. The chavod tzvahagana l'Yisrael ha'omdim ha'mashamar atzeinu. Ve'arei lokeinu. And l'hatzlacha to my kids. Anyway, so we know the beauty of Torah. You can be on a bus. You can be uh, on an airplane. And I know you got that, 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 that Yetzirah screen in front of you. I know I'm going to experience it tonight. You know, you're like, um, it happens to be on El Al. It's beautiful. I know I'm, the, I'm now the spokesman for El Al, even though, you know, a few months ago, I would have, you know, not been the spokesman. Uh, they have Shurim there. Baruch Hashem, the Yitzhahara is a little bit better because you, you tune on there. Okay, it happens to be like, you know, they have like a Rav Goldich here from Shavuos. You're like, come on, come on, El Al, let's get with the times, you know. Or Chana now, it's like Hanukkah. Hanukkah is the big holiday now. The El Al is a little bit behind the times. Probably with their movies also. You know, they have a new movie that just came out called Star Wars. Yeah. But whatever, fine. So, so, we can learn Torah anywhere. The beauty of Torah is that we can learn anywhere. That's not so with the Keter of Kuna. Torah is not bound by time or place. One could study Torah anywhere. He could achieve prominence. He could be worthy. 
anywhere, anytime, any place, no excuses. You can become a Gadol Hador, it doesn't matter who your father was. Baruch Hashem, usually it's because of your family background, but it doesn't have to be. In contrast, in contrast, Ketajahuna is subject to time. Only if there's a Mikdash can you do a Voda. It's beautiful that we have, and I always laugh, I'm sorry, just laugh. I don't know how many Kohanim there are in Shanaaf. <laughs> but there doesn't seem to be a lot. <laughs> Especially on in Shabbos. Yeah. Today, I, 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 I was, I was, I'm always excited. You know, on my last day, I'm, when I'm in Eretz Yisrael, to get that last bracha. And unfortunately, we usually have a Kohen in the Minyanite Dominant. There wasn't. I was a little bit upset. Because it's hard, you know. When you, I get used to Birchas Kohanim. Sometimes I, I hop a Svarty Minyan, just so I can get Birchas Kohanim. Actually, when I landed last, last time, uh, because of Vasik in the way that it was, I went to Rabbi Solovsky Shir. I actually went to the Sephardi Minion, which was a cross thing. I said, ah, I'll get a Birchas Kohanim. And when I walked in, the guy was so happy. I don't know why he assumed he was... I'm like, what? No, I'm not calling. He's like, nah, we don't have a calling. Anyway, I didn't get Birchas Kohanim. But I did get a 55-minute Shacharis on a Tuesday. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Sephardi Minion had a daven. Anyway, so... Even though that the coin goes up and does, that's not the avoider. He can't afterwards then say, okay, now that I did the birchas kohanim, I'm going to you know, be makar of a korban. <laughs> we don't have that now. There's a time constraint. So Moshe was nervous. Moshe thought what was about to happen was there were going to be a combo package. We call it in Hebrew a kambino. We're going to combine Torah with kahuna. It was going to be restricted with time and place. Moshe Emes for Torah's Emes. The Torah is Moshe's. We call it Torah's Moshe. Moshe is the symbol of Torah. Aaron is the symbol of Kahuna. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want this to be interdependent on each other. He wanted to be dependent on each other. He wanted to be interdependent. Only Kahuna was, the, was in effect, then Torah be in effect. So Moshe was, of course, Hashem says, calm down. And that's what the Midrash says. The Midrash says, calm down, if you will. And says, don't worry. Why, says the Midrash? The Torah is nitzchis. It's forever. It's, it is time and place. Kuna is a different thing. I'm not giving Aaron HaKoyin. I'm giving him Kuna and obviously Torah. But you can also have Torah. Don't worry about it. Right? That's what the Midrash says. It's mine. It doesn't go to. It's not bound by time and place. You're right. Calm down. That's a tremendous lesson. You have a legacy to fill. Don't blame what you were. What you? I don't. I don't, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear your stories, your sob stories, your crocodile tears about in high school I didn't have a good rebbe. And da, 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 uh, Last year I wasn't in Levatoris and another yeshiva. Okay, not for now. You got to work on your legacy now. Speaking about legacy, if you look in the pasuk that we just read, it says v'chan holi v'asu big day kodesh la'ar nechichol l'banav l'chan holi. So, mistama, this is a problem with this. Says Rav Mordechai Gifter, the pasuk should read l'kohanim l'chan holi is for one person. What does that mean? Because the kahuna was an extension of their father. <coughs> there was something that you needed to remember every moment when you were a coin. You're a coin because your father's a coin. You know, the, the famous joke that everybody loved. My grandfather told me the joke. So you got to tell the story. This is like such a Leva Torah thing. Shana Aleph guy comes and he says, I love that Birchaz Kohanim. It's awesome. 
you know, I would say Rav Boaz, but it would be more like a Rav Dudi thing. You know, I spoke to my parents. My parents said they'll give a, don- a nice donation. I got a new desk now. So I asked them, if it was that with the money that I raised for Lynn? He wasn't happy with that. Right? Uh, my parents will give $10,000 to the yeshiva if I can go up and do So even Rav Dudi would say no. So he says to him in the end, no, 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 it's not your it's, 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 it's Yitzhar. So, and a terrorist. And, um, so, so, what happened? So then Rav Dudi says, by the way, I'm sorry I couldn't fulfill your request. Why do you want to do Duchen? Why do you want to go up to Birchat Kohanim so much? He goes, why? My father, my father's a Kohen, my grandfather's a Kohen. You, know, you can't buy the Kuna. Oh, in that case, you can't. You can't buy the Kuna. Because the Kuna is, is, is set from, from father to son. Says of Gifter, it's an extension of your father. Your dad is, is, he goes, every father, you don't have to be a calling for this. You're the mashpia of the family. There's a new word that came into Rav Moshe's suite, the mashpia. Rav Moshe Weinberger was the mashpia of why. Mashpia is a word. Moshe Weinberger was the mashpia of, of our of Shul, I used to in Beth Abraham. What's the mash? You're the mashpia of your family. You're supposed to be the good, right? Sometimes my wife has to point out to me, she goes, we have five kids, honey, not six. Can you act like a mashpia? Like, act like a mashpia, not like a goofball. Right? Shabbos table has to look a certain way. When the guy comes home for work, it has to be a certain way. Maybe that's why, says Rav Gifter, that's why maybe when, um, when Aaron dies, it's actually Kasaf Sofer, goes through the whole death of Aaron, it says that the, there was a big miracle. Aaron did not take off his clothing. The clothing miraculously went to Al-Azhar, but obviously his outer garments would have gone first, the undergarments went first, meaning the most under of the garments went first. It was a miracle. So the Mephoshim grappled with, why would you do a miracle that makes no... What, what, what did you need this miracle for? What was this nace for? And he answers, it was to show the next in line, Al-Azhar, be careful. Do exactly like your father did. Your father taught you exactly how to be a Kayan. Okay, that was, all, that was a 15-minute introduction <laughs> for the following. What does the Ksav Sofer say? Thank you for asking. Ksav Sofer says the following. The idea of Moshe Rabbeinu being upset, we said, doesn't make any sense. So the Ksav Soifer says, you know what Hara Hazez, amongst of any other perushim that he gives? She Moshe Kina Ba'aron Ve'achiv. He was Mechkana. Look at these great sons. Look how good they're doing. V'dibar Zeh Hovil Ka'ev. It hurt him a little bit. I but isn't Moshe Anav Mikol Adam. So what? There's a, a lot of Mepharshim deal with what did, Moshe, what did Moshe Rabbeinu's sons become? We don't hear anything really about them. We literally, a few weeks ago, learned about that they came to greet Moshe, whether it was before Matan Torah. Imagine if it was after Matan Torah, how like, his sons weren't there for Matan Torah. Who were his sons? We don't learn about them. Yoshu is the one who takes over, not his sons. So he had a little Chalisha Sadas, if you would call it. And the Kuhn is not coming from me. 
Really? That's Anuv Mikol Adam? How can that be? Oh. Ksav Sofer explains the following thing. Moshe wasn't upset. No, Moshe wasn't like that. So what bothered him? Lechanoli, that same word that I just quoted from Mordechai Gifter. That the descendants should say to Avshel Aaron at Soifadurus are going to be Kohanim. My father was a Kohen, my grandfather was a Kohen. Masha Garm the Moshe Lekina was Haitaha Avodah Shebene Aaron Yarshu Haftafkid Shelavim Ubikach Shemoro Al Murashat Shalom. He would have a Messiah, if you will. Morasham, Messiah depends on Cam you go to. Right? He would have this direct line. Of a Messiah from generations. Right? Fathers who are Kohanim know this. I'm not a Kohen. My grandfather, my grandfather was Kohen, by the way, on my mother's side. <laughs> I'm not a Kohen. Right? There's something about it. Right? A friend talks about the, 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 the father says to the son, the, the father says to the son, you know, you can't go to play ball today. Why? He says, well, the baseball game happens to be in a baseball field that has an overhang to the, uh, a local cemetery. And it's an oil, and you can't, you can't, and the kid's all upset, I can't play. And he goes, don't worry about it. Come sit on my lap, let me tell you who you are. Literally, you're a Kohanim. We're special. Yes, we can't go to Levi's, we can't, it's fine. We have a legacy to keep. If I were to choose one word, Moshe had, was upset about the legacy. What would his legacy be? It's interesting because Rashi points out when Moshe, when Moshe Rabbeinu sees that his brother is about to die, he says, Ashrecha, Shetire, Kotrech, Notolivantecha, Atazochelakach. And the Pasuk says, Rashi says this, When Asafti Yamecha, Kasher Noisif Achicha. He says, We're both going to die in the Midbar. But we have someone who will take over. It's not going to be your son, but there's. Yoshua was your man. was your Ben Bias. So, Moshe had a, and I think this is very important because Moshe was put on the scene for a reason. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to be, he said, he still became the leader of the Jewish people. He became the leader of the Jewish people at 80. There's a lot of great messages over here. And he was normal. Yes. We could understand this midrash. Now let me explain the midrash. Because Masha Harolo Garamla Moshe Keev Haitavoda Beketer Kuna Meav Lebain Ach Keter Torah Shazelm exactly what we said from the Ateris Mordechai Mahut Shel Moshe Hudavra Sheinu Yachol Havir. You hear the fourth? Kahuna, it doesn't matter. The kid can wake up in the morning and be the terrible kid. He's still a kind. Oh, you know, unless he becomes a halal. There's a divorce. Blah, blah, blah. Let's say in all the good cases. It's hard for me to give over Torah to my son just because I'm a big Talmud, not me. Somebody's a big Talmud Chacham doesn't mean there's something to be a Talmud Chacham. I argue that if you show your Hashivas of Torah, but that was the Chalisha Shadas. 
And the Chesav Soifer then continues and he says, what was the Nechama that Hashem said to him? Hashem, Omer, the Moshe, Shagam, don't worry. You'll also have a tradition that will continue. Because everybody's going to call the Torah, Torah's Moshe. Moshe Emes, the Torah's Emes. Every mitzvah we do, we have the schus of Moshe Rabbeinu, says the Chesav Soifer. Let me read you the words of the Chesav Soifer. Ki Moshe Zacha v'yizke harabim. Zchus rabim toloi bai. Oh, he had a legacy like nobody else. Well, the famous, what are you going to write on your tombstone? Moshe Emes v'tari. He didn't have a, we don't know where he's buried. Moshe Emes v'tari sa Emes. To us today. Moshe Rabbeinu has a chalik. The whole mitzvah of the mitzvah that we do. What a great tradition. That was what made Moshe not have a chalisha zadash. Chas he wasn't jealous of his. But it was a, it was a positive. Sometimes it's positive to be jealous. You have something to give over to your sons. Aaron's, you know, Hashem's answer is the whole for generations. We're going to call Torahs Moshe. It's all because of you. Every mitzvah we do is because of Moshe Rabbeinu. Our Morasha is Shel Moshe, is the Torah. That's the greatest thing that we can have, and therefore. Moshe hopefully was comforted with that. Your legacy is something that it's hard for us to discuss now, right? Because in your mind, you're like little kids, you know? You don't think of yourself as, I'm going to get married in a few years, but I give you that bracha. You're going to get married, you get married in a few years, you'll all forget about me, and it'll be awkward. You'll send an invitation to all the other rabbim in the yeshiva, not to me. It'll be awkward. Everybody's going to, and they're going to ask me for a ride, and I wasn't invited. Okay. <laughs> Made. But <laughs> thank you, thank you for the later. But good, I'm not giving you a gift anyway. So, but there's a legacy. It's hard to think and to inculcate into guys that you're learning this year is so important because it establishes really who you are. You know, as, a, as one of the students once said to me, "I'm learning so intensely this year," he said, "because I don't want to be a doofus." I'm like, what? He says, "Because when I don't want to be," this is what he said. I don't want to be like my father was. He said, when I had a Gemara test, and I didn't know anything because I wasn't paying attention, and I asked my dad for help, he said, 100%, I'd be so happy to help you. Hold on, let me call the rabbi. Maybe you can go to his house now and learn. I don't know any Gemara. Because I don't want to be that guy. I want to be able to teach my son Gemara. That's, what, that's the only reason why I'm learning Gemara. I said, okay, great, a legacy. If a person goes to the Dafiyomi Shir, and he says, I don't really love, but I'm doing it from, I want my kids to know I'm not, I'm not going Wednesday night poker night. Right? Like one of my friends told me. He said, you know, you should be happy. I stopped going to poker night. I said, okay, I don't, I don't really care, but why should I be happy? He says, because poker night, we used to have food. And one time the guy whose house that I was supposed to have food, he forgot to order food. What's the problem? I'm not going to say the community he lived in. In the community he lived in, there's no, uh, you know, 10 o'clock, there's nothing open. And they were hungry, the guys. So all of a sudden, ding dong, you know, who is it? Pizza Hut, making it great. Wasn't Eretz Yisrael. He's like, guys, what are you, what's going on here? They're like, 
it's pikuach nefesh. You know, like there's no food, there's no food places open. It's not, it's not our fault. And let's be honest, what is it? Cheese, sauce. Right? Imagine that the, the, the father tells the story to the son. And by the way, it would be a good story if he says to him, "I'm not going. To, I'm, I want to tell you, son, I'm not going to this anymore." It's great. Our kids have to see who we are, who we've become. This is not only an area of Torah, it's an area of chesed. The defining stories that we'll tell during, during this war of people, one person particularly happened to be sitting here right now, who'll be able to tell his kids that during the war, I, I, I don't want to be extreme, I'm not going to look at him, but he saved people's lives during the war. My, my sister was here for Shabbos. So she was asking, you know, questions around the table. She's, she's more annoying than I am, I realize. And she was telling him, who would it? So she said to my son, was, wow, it's a simcha, you know, you just got out for a few months. What was the number one thing that an American donated, you know, that was the number one thing? Thinking he's going to say, oh, they, what, what, what would you say? What would be the thing? Well, the beef jerky, oh, that was amazing, you know. The protein bars. He said, somebody gave me a vest that saved my life. Think about that person who may be sitting here now is able to say to himself, when I was a little kid, that's what I spent my time doing. Not that you shouldn't be learning. Don't get me wrong. It's not an excuse. It's pretty amazing. I'm I'm a kana because I only did this the first two months of the war. I have friends who all they do is, is they go, they're going from base to base, and I very, very wholeheartedly believe that doing barbecues is saving people also. I'm being serious now, because the morale, it, it, they, they want to fight, they want to do. It's amazing. It's all about legacy. Moshe's only Chalisha's Hadas was he wanted a legacy. And, we, and, and the Hashem says, it's a tyrant, it's, it's your tyrant, everything, everybody that does anything. Yeah, the Kahuna's is great, but come on, you're amazing. What's your legacy? That's the question. What are you building for yourself? If nothing else, your Torah learning should be that your kids see. They see the fathers, they see the mothers that, 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 are, that are screaming out to Hillam. They see, I think it's important, they see when they cry, they see when they, they say, wow, they're Margish, this war. They feel this. Another, another boy, another one of my son's friends. I'm not Margish that. And Margish in the other way also, in this great simcha for Kalal Yisrael. Rev, Rev, I'm sorry, I'll quote him, but Rav Noam, he said something to me that bothered me. I'll explain to you in a second, and we'll end with this. He said to me, you know, right when I heard about the hostages that were freed in such a, now we're learning the, the most miraculous way, you know, what you see in the movies type of way, I immediately, my first call, I called Rabagno and I said, can I make a bracha vatov lamaitiv? I have to be honest with you, I didn't think that way. He says, I have simcha He says, well, maybe the simcha is more for me. I was in Gaza. And he goes, you don't know what this does to soldiers in Gaza now. Because like, sometimes you have what we call chalisha sadas. You know, what am I fighting for? What's going on? Look what happened. Look what we did. We saved the, I mean, saved the lives of so many people, millions of people, that's what they're doing. But this is that shows your margish. Wow. That's something you can see your, your kids see. Father comes to the dining room table and he says, we're making a bracha. Look what happened. Abba, you know this guy? You know what? I, I don't even remember what his name is. It doesn't matter. Another Jew is freed. Ah, one of the highest mitzvahs of Staka. We should be zeicha that our legacy should be one
in line with Aaron Akoyin and Moshe Rabbeinu. And that we should have this combination of Mirz Hashem. And to see this true simcha of the Keter Kuna and Keter Torah combining together with the B.S. Goyal Tzedek, the Meheru B'Ameinu, Amen B'Ameinu.